Thank you for starting your day with us. And, uh, you know, in case you're not able to hang around for the entire three hours, that's okay. Like me. <laughs> uh, you know, you can subscribe to the podcast on iTunes or Google Play. And even uh, download the Free Murphy, Sam & Jody app and listen 24-7. Anytime you want on your schedule. You guys ready for some more fall food today? We introduced... Caramel apple nachos yesterday, and Sam was not impressed. Well, because the I word chips, right? Caramel at- apple and nachos don't go together. Although it's really a, a it sweet, was kind treat. of nacho-ish. Right. I mean, it had stuff all you know poured and drizzled on top of it. It was right. so good. You know what? What you could um, do is take you some uh, tortillas and you know throw them in a little oil just to get them warm and, and a little crispy. crispy. And when you pull them out, sprinkle some cinnamon sugar on it. Yeah, you could cut them up and you know cut yeah. them into you nachos. Drizzle honey on that, and then stick those under those apples. Mm. Then I get my chips. Fine, and they're sweet. Yes, or you could drizzle honey on that and just eat the chips. Ooh. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. Okay, no today's fall food recipe. I'm excited to to share this with you. It's the easiest apple crisp you've ever made for your family. Okay. And who doesn't love apple crisp, okay? It's flour, it's rolled oats, cinnamon, nutmeg, brown sugar, butter, and sliced apples. You get it, okay? You mix all that stuff up besides the apples, and you put it in the bottom of like a little baking pan until it's crumbly. You add butter to it, and you make it crumbly. You know mm-hmm. what I'm talking about. You put it in the bottom. Then you put the apples, the slices, on top, and then you crumble the rest of the mixture on top, and you bake it. Yum. And you have to serve it with ice cream on the side. You have to. It's that's, just, that's just a false smell, isn't it? Yeah. Mm. And then you walk in the kitchen going, ah. It's even better than apple. Can I say that? I don't know if it's better than apple pie, but no. apple crisp, there's something about that extra little sugary, yeah. crispy nugget thing. So, so you think we could do that for breakfast this morning? I would love it for <laughs> breakfast. Mm. Anyway, go online to get this and many other fall recipes, including pumpkin bread, at murphysamandjody.com. Coming up, you know, Jody's mom paid her a really in- incredible compliment, Sam. She's living really? with us right now. As you know, yes, exactly. I think it made Did Jody's Did you catch night. it? You caught it? No. I know you were, you were just... eating Cheetos and you were in another world, Murph. But it yes. was awesome. So that's coming up. Have you gotten your compliments yet, Murphy? <laughs> no, I'm still waiting. I expect <laughs> it any day now. Coming up, Sam has music news. Yeah, Celine Dion, She uh, she's thanking Disney and Pixar for helping her kids through the death of their father, Renee. Oh, whoa. Sam's got music news. Uh, Mariah Carey set the final dates of her Vegas residency. You know what? That is enough to make me want to go to Vegas. Everything's enough to make me want to go. I've still, I still have a Mariah thing. I've had it since nineteen what? 90? You and every boy your age. Yeah. I know. You and Tommy Matola. Yeah. Hey, uh, Mariah, number one to infinity. She's added nine more dates that will take it into April and May of uh, next year. And then yeah. she said, "That's it for a while. No more new dates." I saw the promo for her new show that's coming out soon, like yeah. the reality show, and it's her like laying in bed with diamonds around her and a bustier oh, on, and she's like, "This is just what I'm like at home. Deal with that." Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, really? Okay. You can buy those uh, tickets for those new nine dates uh, starting this Friday if you want. Uh, Celine Dion is thanking Pixar and Disney for helping her get her five-year-old twins through the death of her husband, Renee. Wow. And she says it's because of Which movie? the movie Up. Good afternoon. Are you in need of any assistance today, sir? No. I could help you cross the street. No. This is me. I could help you cross your yard. No. I could help you cross your... (laughs) Yeah, that movie is a whammy. And if you're familiar with the beginning of it, the the old man there, they, they go back to way when he and his wife first met and dated and all that, and then all of a sudden she's no longer there. 
very sad. You know, she passed away, and then he goes on his journey with the house. Yeah. And Celine said when when Renee Renee passed away, her husband. Uh, she got a bunch of books about how to explain it to the kids, the twins. Yeah, they're the very young. And she said the, the books just didn't do it for her. And then it cl- it came to her. The kids love that movie, Up. And she said, yes. the movie Up, the one with Ellie. It's like, you know how Ellie is no longer there? She passed away. She died. Right. Well, Papa is with Ellie now. Oh. So that's how she explained it to her kids. Oh, oh all right. That's, that's where Renee was, up with That's a with good Ellie. way. And... Thanks for reminding me about that movie. <laughs> yeah. That movie makes my heart stop a little bit. And Sir Elton John says he is uh, possibly going to retire soon from music. He, I can't believe he said this. He says, I keep putting out albums and nobody's buying them anymore. He says, I think it's because everybody already has a lot of Elton. They got all the yeah. stuff they want. My voice is still good, he says, but I'm about to stop recording and playing music and turn it over to the younger generation and let them do it. Wow. You think so, he'll stick to that? He's 70 next year. That's what he's shooting for and then sure. possibly getting out. Hmm. Well, and look, he can still tour forever off of what he's done oh, for the yeah. last, what, 40, almost 50 have years to of do music? New. Right, exactly. Murphy, Sam, and Jody. Music News. All right, coming up next, Jody's mom gave her a huge compliment, Sam, which is easy to do since she's living with us, you know? She's hey! standing right next to her. That's next. And Sam, I'm not really sure how I missed this last night, but uh, Jody's mom paid her a compliment. I didn't actually see when it happened. I would have loved that because I love. Did you I hear loved, it? Did you no, hear it? I didn't even hear it. I just oh. love to see you smile. So you don't know what I'm about to drop on you. No, I have no oh. idea. Okay, well, first of all, the reason you didn't do it is because he was Murphy was in bliss because my mom buys Cheetos. Yeah. Every time she goes to the store and buys the big bag, the family size bag, and we all have been eating more Cheetos than we've ever eaten in our regular lives. Regular Cheetos or the puff. Regular. Although she knew to buy me a small bag of the jalapeno cheddar, mm. which are ridiculous if you eat those be prepared to be addicted um so anyway he was eating some cheetos and he was over okay, there just doing we, his- we've established that jody thank you <laughs> yeah I was, anyway, eating I was reminding her that later this week i'm leaving town yes, for a, a right, girl's girl trip to vegas that's right and i just wanted her to know to remember that i was leaving town because you know She's a guest in my house, and I'm about to leave her. Yeah, and she's my mom. You're and about I, to leave her with Murphy, and I just wanted her to remember that and not be a shock when I take right. my suitcase out Friday morning. I'm leaving or whatever. So she was like, "Oh no," she says, "That's good." She's you, you didn't hear her say this. No, uh-uh. <laughs> she said, "You deserve that. You work wow. really hard, and you should go have a good time." <laughs> but not Murphy. That's wonderful. No, she didn't say anything like that. She oh. just—it's a girl's trip. Yeah. You know, the husbands don't come along. But anyway, I just, I don't know. You know, sometimes when I I know she loves me and she knows I love her, but we have one of those maybe typical of our generation parent relation, parent child relationships where those kind of things being stated don't happen a lot. Right. So it's nice to know that 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 she feels that way. Because I didn't, I didn't know what to think. For, me, for all I knew, she was thinking, huh, she's going to leave and leave all her responsibilities behind. You know, I didn't know how she felt about it. Not no. that it... Yeah. So you know going, what? But. God, it's so true, though. It, just like Julia Louis-Dreyfus said on the Emmys the speech. other night, you always care. No matter how much time goes by, you always care what your parents think. Mm-hmm. Yes. It always. means a lot. It has. Yeah. It carries a lot of weight. It does. So remember that as parents. We're parents. What we think of our children, what they think we think of them, means everything. Even when you get older, I'm uh, curious, Murphy, because I know when Jody goes out of town, you take the girls out to eat. Yeah, is is mama, mother-in-law gone with y'all, or is that's like, you know, what's funny? I hadn't thought about that. <laughs> it's a good idea, Sam. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's switch it. All up. right, girls, get in. <laughs>
All right, let's switch it up a little bit. Coming up next, helicopter parenting. What are the dangers of helicopter parenting? Meaning, what will those children grow up to be like? If one you theory, constantly. one one theory coming up. So, in the long run, what does helicopter parenting do to a child? What kind of kid grows up? What what kind of person does the kid grow up to be if they've been helicopter parented? Well, and helicopter parenting it. means you just like constantly hang over, kind of dictate every move, watch everything, right? Yes, yeah, mm-hmm. so you're, you're orchestrating not really, everything at all times. You're not really empowering the child Ooh. at that point, right? Woo, bring it. He's been That's reading. Right, again. you have been reading. I have. That's one of my four point college. Okay, words it's there. basically <laughs> an epidemic, they say, of over parenting where you try to influence every little decision and yeah. every outcome for them and yada, yada, yada. And this is one theory. This is from uh, Dean of Freshman Students at Stanford, and this is a big article, and she did a talk about it how to raise an adult, break free from overparent, the overparenting trap. You know, coming up, teachers, we do want to hear from you. What overparenting things do you see? And do you see it already? Like, do you see it already affecting the child or is it when they're older? Because, you know, parenting is that crazy trap of you do have to be on top of everything at first when they're little. When babies come into this world, they can't do anything for themselves. You get in the mode of doing everything for them and you're like, da-da, I'm a great parent. But the truth of the matter is your job is to raise a human being who can live without you. Yeah, but it's di- it's difficult to switch gears on that. I mean, it, we, you and I have even kind of caught ourselves in that situation, you know. Oh yes, Taylor's already fifteen, and sometimes you have to stop and go. Oh wait, wait, wait a second. She That's can do this that for she herself. Right. Exactly, exactly. Anyway, it goes on to d- discuss how she has seen every different class of freshman students come in more ready academically than they've ever been, yeah. but can't make up their mind about things and would text will text mom for basic life decisions or and it's. It halts them. It it keeps them from actually learning to mm-hmm. be an adult and move in the world. Why is that a problem today, though? Why all of a sudden is so that... so many helicopter parents. I don't know why. But as I'm saying, what's the difference? Why or do we want to be different from, from previous generations? Because you know it's really weird. You go back like two generations, it was a total difference. And it was almost like... <laughs> Too loosey-goosey? No, 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 not too loose. The opposite, too tough. You know what I mean? It's like, get out there and do it. It's like, you know, kick them out of the nest and you figure it out for yourself and that sort of thing. And so maybe... you're throwing me back to my childhood. Something my dad used to say to me. He used to say, it's time to learn. I'd go, I don't know how to do that. He'd go, it's time to learn. And he'd walk out of the room. Right. Which is a tough love thing. And so there's a balance between the two. You can't go to one extreme or the other. Yeah. Uh, To wrap it up, she believes that successful adults, when their kids have chores and they have love, if if they know they're loved in the home, but they have responsibility, those will be the most successful adults. And minus the helicopter ring. That makes anyway, sense. Yeah. Let us know how you feel, especially teachers. 877-310-4675. And I see Becca's already got something for us. Becca, you're next. So one theory that's been put out by um, a Stanford dean of students is that if you helicopter parent too much, you oversee everything about your child's life. They will grow up not being able to make decisions for themselves and function without you. Uh, so don't overdo it kind of a thing. And, and, that, and that means you're literally making Every decision. Well, yeah, you just helicopter. Right? You're always hovering. You don't let them sort of face things on their own. Making their food the, choices, making their homework choices, making their, their age appropriate clothes places. choices. Yeah. So, 877 310 4675. Becca, you're a teacher and you have a strong feeling about it? Yes, I do. Um, from a teacher's perspective, it makes doing our jobs as educators really difficult when parents are constantly micromanaging. Yeah. And, um, there's just very little accountability now for students. You know, we live in a world nowadays where everyone's entitled, every kid gets a trophy, mm. and we're really, we're hindering them 
for life because when they're out in the real world and they have a, a boss, mm-hmm. they're, they're not going to want their, their parents still bringing their lunch by and, and asking if they can re- take a test because they didn't do well on it. So, <laughs> so is it really that widespread? Mm-hmm. I, I think it is. And, and maybe maybe that's just what I teach, but I, I highly doubt it. I think that's kind of the, the current cultural trend. Yeah. Like we're just being that crutch for our kids and we're not, we're not teaching them to cope and think for themselves. And yeah. I, I just think that it's hurting them in the long run. Do you try to tell parents that are helicopter parents to stop? Yeah, well, that's tricky business, isn't it? Yes, you definitely. Uh, I, I mean, on, on way more than one occasion, I've had parents ask, you know, if their kid can retake a test because they did poorly on it, or mm-hmm. can they have another shot at this assignment, or right. can we turn in something late because they forgot? And they'll even take responsibility for their kids. What do you those. say to those parents when the parent's saying, can my child take this test again? What do you say? I very politely say no, mm-hmm. and it's not very popular. Um, sure. it's, I've, I've had many very unpleasant conversations, but I really believe that I'm doing right by these kids, so I just have to politely say no. They cannot have another shot. They right. cannot turn in this assignment late. Well, and look, they may be thanking you 10 years from now, right? 15 years I from now. So. Right. I hope so, because I, I think that that is going to teach them responsibility, and they have to. It's Like I said before, it's a cool world, you know? We have mm-hmm. to prepare them for that. Yeah. You're cool. What What do you teach again? What do you teach? Science and Spanish. Nice. Tenth grade. Tenth grade. Yeah. Tenth grade. Ooh, big times. Mm-hmm. Big important times. Yeah. Well, thank you. Yeah, no problem. Good to hear from you. Be a part of the show. Get in on this helicopter parent conversation anytime. 877-310-4675. Coming up, Jody has your Hollywood Outsider. Brad and Angelina split up and the world loses its mind. But we'll tell you what we know for sure up next. Jody's Hollywood Outsider. Brangelina is uh, no more, and the internet and the world can't seem to handle it. Hey, but we got a lot ever. of uh, Jennifer Aniston memes yesterday. So many. At first, I thought it was funny, but then I thought, oh, please, yeah. come on. The deal is, and I hope this couple will proceed quietly. As and, and all the allegations flew. We'll tell you what we know that's for sure. Most of what you've heard, the allegations, none of that is confirmed. Right. Maybe we'll never know, and that would be fine with me, too. All, all we really know for sure is that she filed. She filed <laughs> for divorce. Exactly. And they, bo- they both released statements, nice little lovely statements. His was, I'm very saddened by this, but the number one thing is the kids and their well-being. So please calm down and please let us have give them what they deserve, some space during this difficult time. So nice, lovely statements. The nasty, gossipy speculation that followed was that she's upset with his parenting choices, mm-hmm. alleged. Uh, she, there was some maybe drinking or drug. Yeah. Supposedly she's upset about that. Or there's, of course, that is was there an affair happening. Nobody knows this. Maybe we'll never know. That'll be fine with me. Yeah. It has nothing to do with Jennifer Aniston. That's what's hilarious to me. Wait, Brad and Angelina have been together as a couple for 12 years married for two yeah but together for 12 years and six kids the only other thing and the world doesn't know or it's not been released is whether they had a prenup or not but if you have six children together and you're separate multi-millionaires mm-hmm. you should have a prenup well, one of otherwise those, it's going to be a long process one of the blurbs that came out yesterday too was that she was not seeking spousal support but again don't know right I'm, i don't have the papers um are you surprised, upset? So many people are shocked. I'm surprised. Like, I mean, life goes on. I'm surprised. It's one of the hardest things ever to make work. You never know. Just because you seem to be this lovely couple or what everybody else, you don't know what it's like to really live with somebody. And they didn't have a normal life either. The last big interview he did, he never even mentioned her name. Yeah, that. I mean, not that it's surprised. 
totally shocks me, but it's like that lifestyle that they've led with all those kids. And she has her thing, he has his thing. That's a whole other thing that we can't understand. You know, last night Adele had one of her Madison Square Garden concerts, and she actually dedicated the show to them. I mean, I don't like gossiping, and private lives should be private, but I feel like it's the end of an era, so I'm dedicating the show tonight to them, because honestly... We all just believe in love. That's the deal. And so we're all a little bit hurt by it. I, unless you're a major Jennifer Aniston fan, which has nothing to do with it. Murphy, Sam, and Jody, your Hollywood outsider. All right, we all know what the five second rule is, right? You drop food on the floor, you got five seconds to yeah, pick it up and eat I it. Guess. Scientists have actually stepped in here and, and they're going to tell us whether it's legit or not. That's up just after seven. And in case you missed what Mariah Carey says that she's going to stop doing, Sam mentioned that right. music news last hour. You can download the podcast or catch it sure. on the Murphy, Sam, and Jody 24-7 app. I don't <laughs> think Jody believes it. Well, uh, <clears throat> y'all believe in the five-second rule? Say what it is again. Five oh, second wait, rule, you, you drop something, and then you can, if it's five seconds, you can pick it up and eat it. Yeah, if it's less than five seconds, it's Not okay really. No. Yeah, I don't. What do you... Not you, so much, because what if there's dog hair down there, or cat hair, mm. or goodness only knows what? For me, it depends on where you drop it and how... That's what I'm saying. How badly you really wanted to eat that thing you had. So you would do that? You oh, would actually, I have done it. I mean, if it's something, it's like, oh no, I can't believe I dropped that, then... I'll think about it. Not me, man. It's done. And it, it isn't even counting to five. It's out of there. Uh, some researchers at Rutgers have now looked into it. They did 2,500 really? different drops of different really? kinds of food on different surfaces. And they found that there is no such thing as a five-second rule. When it hits the floor instantaneously, it's got bacteria on ding, it. Ding, ding, ding. That's what I said, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Now, they did find there were certain things, certain foods and certain places you drop. But, you know, the times could be different or it could be worse. Like if you drop a watery food like watermelon, they said. It sucks the bacteria right up. It's worse. Yeah. Okay. So, so something else that's harder that doesn't absorb. Right. Like if you drop a walnut, you could eat it if, if you, you really wanted, wanted to. to. Yeah. So yeah. Sam, let me ask you this: Did yeah. you ever really believe that there was a true five-second rule? Did you ever believe I, that? I, okay. I know, in, like in the laws of physics, there's no five-second rule. Right. But it's like oh, the yeah, laws sure. of you're hungry. Yeah. Because yeah. it, it's a split-second decision. You've got to think fast. You've got less than five seconds. I can still eat that. Boom. Grab it. Not me. Now, they say if you drop stuff on carpet, it doesn't get as, as infected with bacteria as, as if you did on like a hard surface floor linoleum or I something. I find that hard to believe. Me I either. think there's all kinds of stuff living in carpet. I would have thought it would be the other way around. Because fibers right. can stick to stuff. And Thank you. That's, I'm just telling you. I'm passing along. So yeah. sorry, kids. No yeah. five-second rule. You still roll. eat at your own risk once it's hit the Now, floor. will that stop me? No, it won't. Good for you. Maybe that's why Sam's immune system is stronger than me and you, mm-hmm. Jody. I won't eat that's anything true. off the floor. The iron stomach. You do have an iron stomach. Mm-hmm. Crazy. Coming up with Murphy, Sam, and Jody. Be a part of the fun anytime. We love having you along at 877-310-4MSJ. Coming up next, popular pop culture costume ideas for Halloween. If you're already thinking that way because we're on the okay. backside of September, what's going to be hot this year? All right. <laughs> Thank you, Sam. Thank you. I love it. Popular pop culture Halloween costume ideas. Now's the time to start thinking. I know this because our yeah. youngest is already thinking and planning costumes. Yeah, I suppose you only have six weeks to get it together. Yeah, you do. Yeah, you do. So let's 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 play. Of course, with the new movie coming out in December, Star Wars is always okay. 
Yeah. It has been forever. I don't think I've ever experienced not one Halloween since I was a child without some Star Wars presence, yeah, which now, says a lot. With Rogue One, you're going to get some different characters, but I mean, the classics always play. True. Stormtroopers, Darth Vader. And at least you know what you're getting into, and even somebody who has no real clue about Star Wars will recognize a character. Oh, right? yeah. True. Yeah. Did you ever go, I mean, let's just be honest, Sam, I know that your mom made your costumes a lot, and you went as a turtle once with, you, with your brother. And Yeah, the teenage years were rough. Okay, so... <laughs> Did you ever go as anything Star no, Wars? I never did. What about adulthood? Because I know no, you've done a lot never of parties. Have done Star, War- Star Wars. Never Darth. No, I can't understand had. that. I use. I like to go for the homemade or like the what you got in the closet or the got thrift it. store costumes. Okay. I do Princess Leia just for giggles and grins once for the just buns saying, on yeah, the ear. You should do Princess Leia. I could, I could wear the gold bikini. Totally, <laughs> totally could. Gross. Okay, so Star Wars is always big and will be, like you said, with the new characters this time. Of course, we've got political. Of course, there's going to be political stuff that you can do. Please don't. What? I don't. I don't know. I. I. I don't overdo, you know, because the kids have had enough of that too. Like we've all had so much of it. Don't what do you mean cruel. overdo? I don't know. I, I heard somebody talking about being Hillary and falling down all night. You know, <laughs> just, I heard some talk of a party. Well, it's you know, like, what? maybe you could do one of those two-headed things where you're both Hillary and Trump, uh, oh, same body. Really what do you think? Scary. Yeah. Really scary. Mm. All right, let's kick, let's kick it pop culture. How about going as the kids or letting your kids go as the kids from Stranger Things? Oh, yeah. You just kick it 80s, right? Oh, yeah. And they can ride their bikes and everything. Okay, yeah. Of course, they you got to get 80s bikes. you got to get the old bikes yeah. with the banana seats and all that. Yeah. That's big. You could go as Ryan Lochte if you wanted to. You'd have to be, get clever. Make, or up, make up stories at every door. Or the an- <laughs> oh, I don't have any candy. My, the kid's stolen. I also have a favorite idea. A Suicide Squad's going to be huge because that's yeah. going to be fun, too, with all the makeup and fun stuff. But I do have a fun idea for a couple, especially if you're a tall dude. Go as Blake and Gwen. Oh. Blake Shelton, Gwen Stefani. Oh, you could easily, yeah, big, fun. platinum blonde wig. and yeah. yeah, and you could just... And Blake, curly hair and a whiskey bottle. That's right. <laughs> Sounds like a good one for you, Sam. You just need a date, a hot blonde. Ha, ha, ha. All right, we're going to continue to come up with ideas for you, and you can send us yours at murphysamandjody.com. 877-310-4MSJ. Stacey, you're up next. She wants to um, tell us about the connection between memory and music. You know, we're talking about that this week. Oh, yeah. That's next. 877-310-4MSJ. Call or text. We'd love to hear from you. What's going on, Stacey? I was just listening to the show, and I heard you all mention um, about a man in Australia who has a record deal, and he has dementia. Right. Yes. Mm-hmm. My music fraternity, they work really good with this program mm-hmm. called Music and Memory. Oh, yeah. And they work to bring um, iPods and just like playlists mm-hmm. to dementia and oh, wonderful. Uh, patients like that at uh, some of the local nursing homes. No and they're working kidding. to raise money for that. Mm-hmm. And they just do amazing work. We want... They won an award for it of at the national level. Do they f- uh-huh. you know, know the age of the patients and try to tailor the music to their you know, their, their music era. or their generation, or do they put everything well, in there? somebody sits down individually with the patient and also their family to kind of come up with their playlist nice. for music that really reaches out to them. You know, that's so what it takes, it, that family connection. It does. Exactly, and it's just amazing to see what happens to 
to these people when they're listening to music that reaches out to them and they completely mm-hmm. change. I feel on. like <laughs> all of us experience it on some level. We experience music making a difference inside of us mm-hmm. in our mood oh, or yes. whatever our handling of something so of mm-hmm. course i believe this i put great stock in this oh, if definitely. i'm ever sick well, or you know mm-hmm. on my way out i'm gonna need it and want it yeah and i'm a i'm a music teacher in the area as well oh, i teach nice. elementary music and oh. you see it with the with the young children too i mean so many of my students remember songs that i taught them yes. last year and then a couple years ago yeah it just makes me wonder when they're older, is it something where if somebody, if they're, you know, grandchildren sang one of the mm-hmm. songs, if it would jog their memory or if they would sing along or just... I believe it would. I believe in the power of it. So, I just it wanted is. to call and let y'all know about music and memory. So. Thank you for calling. Thank we you, appreciate you. I love that. 877-310-4MSJ. Anytime you want to be a part. Coming up next, speaking of music, it, it made me realize something about Jody that I hadn't thought of before. Really? Uh-oh. Yeah, this just happened the other day. That's next. And as you know, Jody and I are married. We've been married since 1999, right? That's right. <laughs> Sweetheart. Good guess. So that'll be uh, 17, am I doing the math right, 17 years this year? Mm-hmm. Yes. Wow, that's wow. crazy, isn't it? Sounds like a really long time. I uh-huh. know. What date? 12th, November yes, 12th. I have problems with dates. One thing that uh, I know and I realize by us working together like we do, we get a lot of each other, okay? Which, as time has worn on, actually is not a bad thing, but it's it, 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 the lines can easily get crossed. And when you're in work mode and you're home mode, you're never you have really. boundary issues you, at work. And you kind of don't stop and you don't relax. And so. I realize this. We're, you know, Stacy just called about the music therapy thing, right? Music and, and memory, and yeah. we know that for you know for the elderly, it's great. But I think it's therapeutic for anybody. I want to explain to you now how it did something for me. Jody doesn't even know this yet. Um, the, the other day, um, I, I I was on a plane, and it's like normally I'm working through that too. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I don't ever unplug and stop. I decided this time I would actually listen to music. Nice, which was great. It was very relaxing. It made the flight go by faster. And so some of my favorite stuff came up. And then there were some of the songs that make me think of Jody that came up. And it was uh, and one of them is Stevie Wonder, which is the song that we wound up dancing in the living room to mm-hmm. a couple of months ago. Remember and saying the girls saw that yeah. and they're like, wow. And it was really, it, it made me think about that. Jody and I don't have that many of those kinds of moments. And we should have more. I don't mean more dancing, Jody. <laughs> but, Let's say, what do you mean? But, but more, I mean, more of those moments where we actually do just stop just even for a second and just enjoy each other's company together. Yeah. But it was it was a song that brought that back to my mind. Mm-hmm. And then the other thing was this song came on. Yeah. Which is one of Jody's favorite Van Halen songs or Van Hagar songs. Van Hagar. This is not Van Halen. I love this whole album. And I think of her every time I hear it. And so that made me see fun Jody in my head yeah. on the plane. And it was really sweet because life is so manic, raising kids, working together and doing what we do. It was nice to be able to stop and see Jody in my mind that way. That's again. funny. And I just you know, you know that. they say that that's normal, that when you're flying and you're, if you're not visiting with pe- the people around you or working, you're more likely to be reminiscent and think about your life and think about people that you love while on a plane. Oh, I not know funny? That. Maybe no. it's a loss of control. I don't know what it is. Yeah, but. Murphy, did the, our song come up? You know, the one you and I have? I don't know what Which it one? is. <laughs> no, there were no you need Sam to figure songs. it out, Murphy, because be. Sam's jealous. Yeah. <laughs> Coming up with Murphy, Sam, and Jody. All right, speaking of being on a plane, you know I'm going to Vegas this weekend, Little Girls yes. Weekend. Speaking of missing, Jody. And guess who is going to help me? Mr. Las Vegas himself, producer David. Next. 
guess who's about to leave the building? Ah, <laughs> not today. That's not Elvis. Just for the weekend. Jody's going on her girls' trip to Vegas. Sam, this is the second mm-hmm. time she's gone without me. You know yeah. that. It's called a girls' trip, though. Well, that's yeah. true. I wouldn't we fit on a girls' trip. We spend a lot of time together. You know who Marth. would fit on a girls' trip? Sam. I know it. I know be it. Fun. Well, I, yeah, we all travel enough together, then, yeah, don't we? That's true. I want Jody to go have a good time, you know, get away, and I'll be responsible for the kids. And you know what that means? Good home cooked meals every night. That's right. Yeah, number. Give me a number four. <laughs> uh, you'll be responsible for the kids and mother in law. No, my Ooh, mom. Oh, no. You're right. That's true. My mom is totally self sufficient. And you might not even know she's there while I'm gone. <laughs> Maybe not. Are you saying I should ignore her? <laughs> Absolutely yeah. not. Anyway, I will say this. I was supposed to go with um, two girlfriends, so the three of us, like we did last time. And Lisa had to back out. And I'm sad about that. So it's just me and my friend Rachel, who's a PhD, smartest girl I know. Oh, maybe she can help you crack some uh, blackjack yeah, codes. Yeah, can she count cards? That's not her specialty. No, not at all. Anyway. What are you going to do, you know, for your entertainment, you know, the rest of the time that you're there, you know, other than... Yeah. Uh, we didn't want to overschedule it, you know, um, because we... She's a foodie. I know, so we're going to go to some really hot restaurants that she wants to try, so we'll definitely do that. And last time, we had so much fun. We didn't plan. We just ended up where we... Felt comfortable. Well, you know, you know producer I mean? David has been more recently than you. Maybe producer David's got some ideas. Yeah, don't you? I mean, well, you already know number one on my list is to go see Britney. <laughs> a Saturday night, but yes. I don't know if I can get that one to make it happen, but if I can, I will. Oh, you so I will have to check that off of my list. Okay. Um, don't, don't you, didn't you skydive in Vegas or something like I that? I did. There's a place where you can go indoor skydiving. That's okay. Oh, so cool. instead of being way up in the sky, you're only, you know, six feet off the ground. Still not me. Like, I, couldn't, I couldn't make it up that miniature Eiffel Tower halfway without being <laughs> yeah. scared. I probably no couldn't do the other way uh, but you could go like to the pool or something right out of cabana yeah we could that's do that fun. um don't you see a show every year when you go that's not britney yeah at the paris they always have jersey boys that's playing Sherry, Sherry, baby, Sherry, oh that's the uh, frankie valley in the four seasons really? story. Yeah. That's sort of random for you you love that exactly i didn't think i would first time i saw it hooked and then i went three more times oh <laughs> wow. okay on every trip so joe do you want me to help you schedule anything i see david no, copperfield's gonna be okay. there you know you can hop online and get your seats. I Even think I can. Comedian Rich Little still does a show, Sam. <laughs> please, please, please yeah. no. This is why you're left at home. Yeah, apparently. Coming up, Jody has your Hollywood Outsider. Jody's Hollywood Outsider. At first, I didn't understand what Jennifer Aniston had to do with any of this, but it's for all the women of the world who were still a little bit pained that Brad Pitt left Jennifer Aniston for Angelina Jolie about 13 years ago. If that still was like bothering you, you were dancing yesterday. I don't understand. I didn't, but the memes are funny. Some of them are funny, yeah. Okay, so it's true. Angelina Jolie has filed for divorce from Brad Pitt. Pitt, and I don't think the internet could handle it again if there were anything else like this today. Um, the nasty gossipy speculation, which is all alleged, and we don't know any of that for sure, and you heard it already, is that there were, she's not happy with some of his parenting. Is there some alleged drinking or drug use? Is there an alleged affair? Nobody knows. And I hope and I would like to think that these two will keep it really clean. You know they will. And you know, they always were very difficult to get them to even talk about their personal lives which is fine the only time it got dirty between them was mr and mrs smith and there'll be no mr and mrs smith too. <laughs> oh, they whipped out the guns six children i love the statement from brad pitt yesterday that we all got him very saddened by this but what matters most now is the well-being of our kids i kindly ask the press to give them the space they deserve during this challenging time that is true i will tell you this 
Brad Pitt did an interview recently about an upcoming movie he's doing. A couple, mm-hmm. He's got a couple of things being released this fall. Big projects. He never mentioned her once. They were apart on different in different countries a lot of the time. Talk about how hard that is to make that all work. Did they have a prenup? The world doesn't really know yet. But when you have six children and you're multi-millionaires, you should have a prenup. There's so much property, Sam, to be split up. Yep. So much stuff. And, of course, the custody thing. Which will work out if they're going to be kind to one another, we hope. Right. And George Clooney didn't know about it until we all did either. Yeah, the CNN guy was like interviewing that. him and he dropped it on him and George is like, what, what, wait, what? I didn't know that. Wow. She thought. Uh, I feel very sorry then and they're, uh, that's, that's a sad story and unfortunate for a family. It is. Uh, it's an unfortunate story about, uh, about a family. I feel very sorry to hear that. It's the first I've heard of it, so... Well stated, George. And yeah. now Brad can't call his bachelor friend George for partying because, oh no, George is happily married these days. <laughs> Don't get in the middle of that. Murphy, Sam, and Jody, your Hollywood outsider. All right, coming up, let's kick it with the fall food. The easiest apple crisp you've ever made for your family. And we have something new for you. Uh, on our podcast, some things that you actually won't hear here. It's kind of like here, the, here. it's like the after the show Murphy Sam and Jody yeah, thing, yeah. Uh, just by subscribing to the podcast on iTunes or on Google Play. You know what happens after the show stays in Vegas. Yes, yeah, Sam. <laughs> Keep working on that, Sam. All right. Keep working on it. Okay, fall food. We're breaking it out this week for you. Pumpkin bread. We did caramel apple nachos. Sam has a problem with the name, so caramel apple drizzle will change the name for you. Mm. But because if it doesn't have cheese, it's not nachos, right? Is that what you said? <laughs> yeah, that's what it says on the The shirt. other one that we we're going to break out today, it's on our website for you, is apple crisp. Oh, how I love apple crisp. What is, this, what is the difference between this and apple pie? Apple pie is pie, and you'll have a pie crust or pie dough. This is like crisp. You make stuff like with oats and flour and brown sugar and all the cinnamon stuff, and you crumble it. You mix that. You you take part of it, what that mixture, and you fold in some butter until it's kind of together, okay. and you put it on the bottom of a pan, and you put your sliced apples in. Then you take the crumble, the rest of the other part of that, and you crumble it on top and bake it. What? Oh. I think that smell just smells it's like the holiday. It's so good. It's like one of those things where you want a little bit of crunch in your mouth each time you also have a little bit of the apple. And you have to, by law, serve it with vanilla ice cream on the side. <laughs> I see Sam's face, though. Sam thinks something's missing. What's missing? I don't know. Well, maybe some drizzle on the top. You yeah, know, some, caramel sauce. No, not caramel sauce. It's like the white stuff. The white. Yeah, you can like always chase it, down, chase it down with a shot of Ready Whip. There you go. Ready Whip would be nice. Okay, way to class it up. But yeah, Apple Crisp <laughs> online. Get it for fall food. Murphy, Sam, and Jody.com. On the way, Becca's going to let us know what she thinks about this helicopter parenting stuff we've been talking about and how it ruins kids for when they grow up. That's coming up. Coming up, Sam has music news. Celine Dion says thank you to Disney and Pixar for helping her get her kids past dad passing away. I'll tell you how coming up. Sam's got music news. Jody, I know you're going to Vegas. You may want to get your Mariah Carey kick in while you can. Yeah, see, producer David didn't mention that one. She's playing right now. Uh, That's because there's a Britney Mariah thing, right? I don't know. Anyway. Uh, And she just announced nine more dates. This is for 2017 in April and May. And then she says, that's it. I'm done with Vegas for a while. No matter what do you think of her and her antics and her high heels and her bustiers and everything that she glamorizes... One of the best voices we've ever uh, we've yeah. ever heard. Period. Seems Tick- like an angel. National on, treasure voice. Tickets go on sale for that. The Caesar's Palace this Friday. If nice. you want to snatch them up and nice. play on a Vegas trip, uh, Celine Dion says thank you to Walt Disney. 
and Pixar too. Um, when her husband Renee passed away earlier this year, recent, yeah, uh, she said she went and got a bunch of books to try to figure out how to explain it to their five-year-old twins, and she said none of the books were anything she really wanted to talk to the kids about and all that. And she said it popped into her head. Wait, one of our favorite movies is Up, Disney's Yes. Up. Good afternoon. Are you in need of any assistance today, sir? No. I could help you cross the street. No. <laughs> I could help you cross your yard. No. See, that's what it sounds like when people come to my you. door. Oh, Sam. <laughs> Would you like to buy it? No. <laughs> Go away. This movie, this movie has adults crying on the floor. Right in the beginning, you know, they show the couple when they were young and their life together. And then, of course, he's left alone because the wife passes away. Yeah. And she said. Which is what happens in every Disney Pixar movie. Somebody. She said, you know, that kind of, you know, Ellie was the woman's name in the movie. And she said that was the way she was able to explain it to the kids. Like, you know how Ellie and Up went up to heaven and passed away? Well, daddy's now with her. So that's where daddy went. And it was easier for her to explain it to the twins. Whatever works, whatever helps. Mm -hmm. Can you imagine all the kids who've had that sort of experience and it's never been really explained how hard that must be? Good for Celine Dion. Also, uh, Elton John says it's time for him to get out the record business. In the music business altogether, he's turning 70 next year. He says his albums don't sell as well anymore because he thinks people have enough Elton from the old days. You know what? It's not that you've had enough Elton. It's that he cannot top this. He cannot top Rocket Man for me. There's no no doing it any better. So when he turns 70 next year, he says he may just quit recording and doing performing any of that stuff and just leave it up to the younger generations. We still got old Elvis. (laughs) I mean, Elton. Murphy, Sam, and Jody. Music News. And on the way, helicopter parenting and what it's doing to kids and what kind of adults they grow up to be. Becca's a teacher and wants to get in on this. You're next, Becca. 877-310-4MSJ. So one theory that's been put out by um, a Stanford dean of students is that if you helicopter parent too much... You oversee everything about your child's life. They will grow up not being able to make decisions for themselves and function without you. Uh, so don't overdo it kind of a thing. And, and, that, and that means you're literally making every decision. Well, yeah, you just helicopter. Right? You're always hovering. You don't let them sort of face things on their own. Making their at food the, choices, making their homework choices, making their, their age-appropriate clothes places. choices. Yeah. So, okay. 877-310-4675. Becca, you're a teacher. You have a strong feeling about it? Yes, I do. Um, from a teacher's perspective, it makes doing our jobs as educators really difficult when parents are constantly micromanaging. Yeah. And um, there's just very little accountability now for students. You know, we live in a world nowadays where everyone's entitled, every kid gets a trophy, mm. and we're really we're hindering them for life because when they're out in the real world and they have a, a boss, mm-hmm. They're not going to want their their Mom. parents still bringing their lunch by and, and asking if they can re- take a test because they didn't do well on it. So, <laughs> so is it really that widespread? I think it is. And maybe maybe that's just where I teach, but I, I highly doubt it. I think that's kind of the, the current cultural trend. Yeah. Like we're just being that crutch for our kids and we're not, we're not teaching them to cope and think for themselves. And yeah. I, I just think that it's hurting them in the long run. Do you try to tell parents that are helicopter parents to stop? Yeah, well, that's tricky business, isn't it? Yes, you definitely. Uh, I, I mean, on, on way more than one occasion, I've had parents ask, you know, if their kid can retake a test because they did poorly on it, or mm-hmm. can they have another shot at this assignment, or right. can we turn in something late because they forgot. And they'll even take responsibility for their kids. 
What do you say to those parents when the parent's saying, can my child take this test again? What do you say? I very politely say no. Mm -hmm. And it's not very popular. Um, I've I've had many very unpleasant conversations, but I really believe that I'm doing right by these kids. So I just have to politely say no. They cannot have another shot. They cannot turn in this assignment late. Well, and look, they may be thanking you 10 years from now, right? 15 years from now. I hope so, because I, I think that that is going to teach them responsibility, and they have to. It's Like I said before, it's a cool world, you know? We have to prepare them for that. Yeah. You're cool. What What do you teach again? What do you teach? Science and Spanish. Nice. Tenth grade. Tenth grade, yeah. Tenth grade. Ooh, big times. Mm-hmm. Big important times. Yeah. Well, thank you. Yeah, no problem. Good to hear from you. Be a part of the show. Get in on this helicopter parent conversation anytime. 877-310-4675. Coming up, Jody has your Hollywood What we know about Brad and Angelina and the divorce and what you can expect going forward with this craziness. Jody's Hollywood Outsider. It's true. It wasn't just a bad dream if you loved this couple or if you think it's funny because of Jennifer Aniston, which she has nothing to do with it. But Angelina Jolie filed for divorce from Brad Pitt, citing irreconcilable differences, which is what's always placed there. And we may never know, no matter what rumors you hear, we may never know. Oh, there's so many allegations out there. With six children, though, yeah. like give them their space. Let them do this cleanly. They're going to be in each other's lives for the rest of their lives because they have six children and hopefully a prenup. They're both multimillionaires, and we're talking about properties across the world. Um, last night, Adele dedicated her entire show at Madison Square Garden to them. I mean, I don't like gossiping and private lives should be private, but I feel like it's the end of an era, so I'm dedicating the show tonight to them because honestly... <laughs> Yeah, that's fun. And I do think the Jennifer Aniston memes will continue today, although she has nothing to do with it. Brad and Angelina divorcing. Up to date with Jody's Hollywood Outsider. Popular pop culture. Halloween costumes for this year. Just to spark the imagination. Okay, now we just skip Hillary and and, uh, Trump and assume there are going to be a lot of those. I guess so. I guess there will be. Maybe they'll go as a couple. Like, that's a good couple. You could go as the nominees. Or not. Everybody's so kind of tired of it. If you're going to do that, you need to do well, something special. Well, but isn't the key to a costume that it's recognizable? Yeah. You I want think so. everybody to be able to go, oh, yeah, you're... That's and funny. so if you get too cool for the room, then you have to go through the whole explanation. Yeah. Yeah, there are certain years where Halloween wears me out because it's like, I don't, I have enough going on in my life. I don't need to think of something that's going to wow. You can go as uh, Brad and Angelina, but only one of you gets to take the kids. Hey, way to go, Sam. Nice. If you're also looking for a really fun um, couple costume, I highly recommend Blake Shelton and Gwen Stefani. It'd be fun, easily recognizable. It would be. Okay. He's tall, curly-headed, he has a drink in his hand probably, and then she... She's Gwen, gorgeous. Platinum, hot. She's hot. Flashy, yes. And then, of course, there's a new movie coming out in December. Star Wars is always hot. I can't remember a Halloween when there wasn't Star Wars presence. Yeah. And I would also say right now, you could, if you want to kick it 80s style, go as the kids from Stranger Things, which is probably the hottest Netflix show right now. All right, we're going to keep those ideas coming for you. Send us yours at murphysamandjody.com. Coming up with Murphy, Sam, and Jody. Jody, I need some help, uh, some some personal advice for talking to my mom, Uh specifically for today. You know, today is, I don't know, September 21st. Uh, It's if my dad was still alive, today would be my parents' 53rd wedding anniversary. Oh. 
Is that a date you always remembered or or mainly since he passed? I've always remembered that one. Oh, really? Yeah, I've always remembered my birthday's the 2nd, their anniversary's the 21st. Okay, so it would have been 53rd, the 53rd. 53, yeah, so they never made it to 50 since he passed uh, away in 2009. Okay, you, you call know, your mom today? I just start, yeah, uh, well... I don't know because I did it for a couple of years after he passed away and then I started thinking, okay, is this just like a tough memory for her and does she not need me to bring it up? Um, she knows. Well, okay. I know she knows, but it's but like, hey, guess what? Happy I think, anniversary. I think it'd be nice. It's all when you've lost someone, when someone else comes to you and says something to you about that person it's like getting a hug yeah. it's like getting some love so if you don't feel comfortable calling sam you could at least message her or something sup. hey thank you mom yeah thinking happy of, a no not happy a just thinking of you i know what the day is something like that yeah and does I, that make I, sense the whole number too 53 years i mean I, I think i had three marriages and all total that was 20 years <laughs> don't compare okay don't compare sam but yes say something to her today because you're one of the few people that know that and can bring her some joy with it yeah some love